0: and shine your light and opulent solution seekers. It's your girl, the spiritual activist coming to you with another word, message, spot of wisdom, whatever you want to call it. Coming home is coming to a place where you go to a state like your happy place where you felt the safest, a time where for some happened in the womb. A time when they felt like their most authentic self, a time when they felt trauma-free, when they weren't in shock, when they weren't um, experiencing fear, anxiety, overstimulation, overwhelm, um, remorse. But instead, they felt feelings of peace, bliss, ecstasy, all of these high vibrational energies, you know. Coming home is coming to God, reconnecting. You know, along the way, we lose sight of it. We lose sight of this higher, almighty power, the source of all, and we think it's from these outside sources that are man made, that are artificial. We seek, we're always yearning and seeking to, to get in this place of peace. But we don't even know how to get there. We don't know the first thing. And we're doing it on autopilot. Like, you know, mindlessly trying to pull ourselves back to our soul, to our spirit, trying to reconnect. But we don't even realize it, you know. Um, And everyone doesn't have the luxury of living in the RV or living in the country and and with acres of land or living in these homesteads or having the money to have self-sustainable gardens and just this peaceful life, this environment of peace. And I know peace is within and without, but when you're really in the trenches, when you're really in the struggle, when you're really in a traumatic environment, an environment where you're constantly in overdrive of that fight or flight Response to your sensory then it's easier said than done than to say oh I have inner peace so I'm at peace no it's easier said than done your environment plays a major 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 role in your peace and that's something we can't take lightly or ignore but I want you to know that if you do if you are in this circumstance and you do have children, don't fret. You can still find moments where you show them what peace feels like because a lot of times we forget or we've never, we don't know, you know, we've never really experienced it from a conscious state, you know, as an adult or it may be something we experienced as a child or an infant, but as an adult, we don't really, we're not familiar with this emotion or state of being and that's why they always say be at peace with peace because sometimes you take it as boredom or loneliness or a void when really this is a moment that you should be basking in because it's something that you never really experienced before but that's all for now all right so this is a this doesn't i don't have the intentions of posting this this is just me like literally talking to myself And reflecting, but it's reflecting on my current situation, you know, and a couple other things that pop in my head. So I don't know why I'm in a season of struggle, in a season of financial strain, but you know, the mind wants to justify or rationalize or... Just come up with a reason it wants to know a, it wants to know the why, and sometimes when we leave it up to our mind to give us the why it's not the right why you know what I mean like it's just what we have to give ourselves to give us a mental peace it's not the necessarily the clarity isn't necessarily true, you know like whatever we come to whatever conclusion we come to as to why we're going through what we may consider hell on earth or misery may not be the real reason. Just like Joseph in the Bible, you know, at the time when his brothers sold him to slavery, they threw him in their well. all those things. He didn't know at that moment why he was going through it. And I felt like there was moments where he almost lost hope, you know? But God was doing so many intricate things to maneuver. Like, he he was with them the whole time. And it's like, despite all of the, negative energy around Joseph to try to keep him down and to keep him you know oppressed and suppressed which I don't even know if it was if these people who were being used in it for his bad God was using them for his good you know what I'm saying there's a song that says that um but he he did so many intricate little things to orchestrate the whole thing and it's like if you look back on it Even the first initial bad thing, throwing him in that well and selling him to the Egyptians, um, was the first step of the plan. Or even if it wasn't the plan, God knew how to pivot and make it part of the plan. It's like God is the master. Like, we have to think about all the good qualities within ourselves, all the resiliency. If we are made out in God's image, he's the originator. He's the OG of it. You know what I mean? Like, everything good in us is a reflection of God. So he's the master of it like we maybe if, if we good at something he been knowing it. it's like your parents like when they like bro i've been here already i already know what's what's going on i already have the blueprint if he's our father it's the same kind of situation i love to look at um comparisons of a child and like analogies of a child in a in a parent's dynamic when i look at like god and our dynamic so basically yes yeah, like he was doing all these little things to you know, sending the baker and the wine um uh, uh, to the jail, and they had the dream, and then he helped with the dream, and then, you know, the winemaker forgot about him, and if, if you read Genesis, it's in there. I, I don't know which chapter was first, but it's basically, like, all the little things he did to get Joseph free and to eventually get him to where he should be on the throne, you know, in power, because he had the ultimate goal, you know, to, to rule many nations. You know, this is a, a covenant he created, a promise he created all the way back to Abraham. You know what I'm saying? And all of his generations. So, you know, like he says, I'm the God of your father, your grandfather, whatever. So, it's just, it goes back. And ultimately, he never lost faith. He may have been like, I don't know where I'm going, when it's ever going to come. Where it's going with this. I know he had moments in that prison where he was just like, bro, well, I guess this is it, but... Eventually, he never lost faith. Whenever God called his name, he was there. You know what I mean? Like, he he did what he did. And I don't know why I'm going through my phase or my season, but a lot of times there is energy. There is the world that will try to bring you down. But you have to remember God is always with you, and you can't forget that. And don't forget to call on him. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's there, and he sees it. Like, I know in my heart that he sees everything I'm going through. When, you know, the Israelites are, you know, the Hebrews were going through torture and, and slavery in uh, Egypt, you know, God saw it all. He's like, I see my people, the, you know, the chosen people. I'm their. You know, these are my first children. You know, basically, you know, he said this is like my first son or whatever. Like this this group of people, he sees them suffering and it's time for them to get out of Egypt and go back to their homeland. You know what I'm saying? And so he saw it. He saw it all. Like, he heard the cries. He heard the, you know, like, why are we going through this? Like, and I think about, of course, from my perspective as a black woman, I think about black freedmen, black Americans. He hears our cry. He hears the struggles that we're going through. He knows the struggles we have on this land. And I don't necessarily think it's about going back somewhere else or going back to, you know, Africa or, because honestly that is not our home anymore. Like, for me, that's not my home. Like, My home is here. It's to have a certain level of peace on my own land. There are indigenous African American I mean, you know, indigenous black people in America. There are people who have ancestry with Native American, indigenous black people, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm kind of digressing, but (laughs) not really, because it's just like he hears it, he knows what's going on. It's just a matter of on his timing. Shoot, they was it was it was years that was going by, and, and you know during the uh, during the famine, and then when you think about when Moses was chosen to lead the Israelites out of Egypt, all the times the the king the Pharaoh kept rejecting everything, even all the miracles God showed him. You know the Pharaoh had his wizards are magicians and, and, and people do the same things, duplicated. So it's like, oh, we could do it. So it was really, it's not God. It's just somebody else. He got some magicians in his back pocket or whatever, you know, until it it's progressively got stronger and stronger, stronger and stronger and let you know, like, hey, I'm the source. Everything you got, I already, I gave it to you. Whether you did it from a from whatever standpoint you're do coming from, from whatever intention you're coming from, don't forget, I'm going to remind you, I'm the source of it. Anything you have on this land, this earth, it's it's a derivative of my initial creation. So I'ma show you, but then I can tell you that I'm I'm that (laughs) nigga. I'm the one with the almighty power. Omnipotent, you know what I'm saying? Like omnipresent, like all those, all that, all those omnis. (laughs) But ultimately the ultimate creator the original creator so anything you can create i can do it anything you can do i can do better <laughs> but yeah this that was just my love giving god his flowers but yeah so i was just thinking about that and something else on the topic i was thinking about also like you know when you're going along your journey and you know your are calling you kind of you have a good idea of it you may not you may not have it honed in yet on your niche or Or what it is. And some of us have so many aspects of our calling that it's hard to focus on which ones should I focus on first. You know what I'm saying? But you just keep praying for guidance. Keep seeing where you're being drawn to, where you're being guided to. Keep sitting with yourself. Try to take a break from social media because it can shift or pivot you in directions that may not necessarily be the the voice you should be listening to. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you really have to quiet the noise. Because we're already connected with this collective consciousness, meaning there's many thoughts and, and wisdom within our our consciousness already. So you have to learn how to sit with yourself because you already have to detach just from those thoughts that can be circulating in this collective consciousness pool or ocean that we're pulling from. People get mad when other people like spit their wisdom. Yes, sir uh, you know, like like they say, when the, when the distraction follows the tension or whatever, destruction, whatever, I, I can't remember the saying, but, you know, the devil be busy. When I'm trying to spread the word. The Random shit be popping up. People, random scam numbers, calling, mold and everything. I'm like, okay, whatever. I ain't forget what I was going to say. So, yeah, when you're going along your journey and you don't really know what it is, you know, um, I would advise against sharing all of your dreams, aspiration, goals, whatever, like your vision, like because whether you know it or not, you're planting a seed in someone else's subconscious. Whether their intention is to steal your idea or not, and I'm going to come back to really if you can steal someone's idea, but that's where I was talking about it first before I got interrupted. But whether they intentionally took your idea not, because a lot of times people are not consciously aware of what's going on in life. They're not really present. I'm going to just be real with you. A lot of, most people are not present. So half the time when you talk to them about this and that, they're not really paying attention, but subconsciously is recording everything. Your brain, your eyes, your ears, and your brain, like the way it comes through these orifices, it's recording everything. So they may not have this idea now, but if you don't make a move on it, Five years from now, say you never you never lived that dream up to fruition, and all of a sudden they come up and they say, "Hey man, I've started working on this program. that Does this or I created this invention or yada. I created this product." And you're like, "Bro, you think in your head, bro? I'm the one that told you about this product. What you mean, like?" And they really don't even remember Like, like they really was not even there when you said this, and they don't realize you put that idea in their head. Not intentionally. You wasn't trying to give them that idea, but that's just how the brain works. And so it's like to prevent your idea from being quote unquote stolen, I suggest you make a move. Start making, start doing it as if you're already doing it. You know, like some people say like, hey, start looking for houses already. Start um, looking at cars and, and the prices of it. Start looking at uh how you wanna lay out your business, start creating a website it's like act as if it's happening already, you know what I mean because that's building wherever you know you direct your energy in your focus that's that creates that magnifies the rea- like the manifestation of it or whatever so that now that doesn't mean that your ideas still can't be quote unquote stolen because like I said, we're a collective consciousness, meaning that idea was never yours. Like I said, God is the almighty. Everything of creation came from him. He, he encompasses all of the ideas. Like I said, he's like the ocean. We're a drop out of this ocean, meaning we encompass it all, but like on a smaller scale, you know, that's fit for us. But in that se- in that notion, it means that we all have access to the same ocean. Now, he may he may physically, not physically, but you know what I mean, he may intentionally put a seed in you, and you've been carrying a seed around your entire life. And that's what I like to use when I tell people that I get to know your spirit. What's that thing that's been gnawing at you your entire life? What's that thing you wanted to do your entire life since a kid? Some of us have those things that we've just kind of pushed down or pushed away or forgotten about. Sometimes you got to sit in and unlock that. That dream again, like, and realize that that dream can become a reality. It's not just a dream. Now it's time for the planning mode. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, it can still be quote unquote stolen. That's what I was talking about earlier before I was interrupted. Is that this is all recycled wisdom? This is all recycled creative energy. God is the holder of all of it. He's the source of all this encompassing energy. He he appointed different ascended masters. You know, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, like all these people. He appointed them. He, they were chosen to deliver his mission across the nations. So one person is not going to do it all. He's a one-person overseer, but he appoints people. He He's like a parent. He's not a helicopter dad or mom. You know what I mean? He's like a person that, you know how people hire people to do things that they don't want to do or that they're not that good at. It's the same thing. It's not that he's not that good at it. It's just that he knows how to delegate to his children, and he trusts them to, you know, he's given them that chance to build his trust and to be faithful in us. He has faith in us. You know what I'm saying? He never gave up on us. If you read the book of Genesis, it really shows how he's by our side the entire time, and he's called a lot of us. We're all chosen, to be honest with you. Anybody who's willing to answer the call, it's like... (laughs) god is fishing you know how people say like like dudes they throw out the fish and like whoever bites like got it it's kind of like they like we're all chosen it's just that not everybody chooses to pick up the call answer the call you know so it's like you just have to figure out what gifts start to gravitate and align with you what starts to align with your natural characteristics personality you know, all the, all the aspects of what makes you, you in, in your spirit and in your physical body, you know what I'm saying? So you choosing how you want to show up in this world that impacts everything. So it's like, you just start to feel more and more at home. You start to come closer and closer to God, because to me, the path to God is doing things that feel in alignment with you, feel purposeful, bring you total joy, bliss, ecstasy, the things that elevate you and raise your vibration that make you feel these extremely beautiful emotions like it's hard to explain the feeling but the more you do that the more you are opening up yourself because the safer you feel and the more you build that connection that direct path to god the more that connection like those receptors are picking up god's word because that trust is being, the more you open up, the safer you feel. The more you trust, you just think about it like a regular relationship. The more you trust the person, the safer you feel with the person. The more you open up to them, the more you can relax and let go. You ever been in a car with somebody and you can't be you? You become a passenger driver, and then you ride with somebody else and you can dang they fall asleep. You like not even looking. They like dang you ain't see that car. They like nah I ain't even paying attention, bro. You got it. like that's a that's the ultimate trust, you know. So that's just a little example, with, you know, just to break it down. But so there's there's that I want to talk about, you know, just about sharing your ideas. And I want to talk about, you know, why I'm in this season. I'm not really understanding, but I know God hears me. He sees me. And in the end, in every situation, he came through. It may not have been exactly when they wanted to, but he came through. And if he gave you a promise, he stands by his word. God is a man of his word a presence of his word, you know what I'm saying? So just constantly trying to remind myself that that even in the dark times, I have to show faith, and the thing is, that's how you bring a following. That's how you get people to believe. That's how you get people to praise and worship God is when they see these God-fearing people, these faithful people, these believers of God, of of our God. You know, people have different gods now. Like, you know, some people worship animals. Some people worship um and kings or whatever but i worship the almighty god I, I worship what i feel is the creative all those gods that you're worshiping so you know the almighty but yeah and another thing i kind of want to talk about well actually no i'm doing another video because i really don't think i want to that would be kind of contradictory with what i said about sharing your vision but yeah i think that kind of wraps up this reflection they don't want it to be too long you know y'all not gonna watch it (laughs) but all right guys so i was well i had this on my in my drafts of story that i was gonna post on instagram but i was like you know this is something that i feel like is a good tactic in shifting the mindset and about detaching from the collective consciousness or you know the collective consciousness the waves the vibrations you have to realize there's different waves of people like there's different groups on different wavelengths different vibrations and sometimes the frequency is lower than yours especially when you have a calling to become like a healer a teacher an energy healer all those types of aspects you have a higher frequency because you have the ability to observe and the ability to, um, see things from an overstanding perspective. And so that when you have that kind of awareness, you can detach from it and you can still hold on to the divinity within you. You know what I'm saying? Like you still know that you're a child of God and that you have that protection. But I was looking at this post on the internet and nothing against this post or the person because that's their truth that's their rationale but it said you have to go through hell before you get to heaven and I was like you know there is some truth to that but like I said in one of my other posts like I don't know why I'm why I'm in this season that feels like struggle or whatever it is but if I I had to ask myself is this a truth that I'm going to incorporate in my belief system? Is this a narrative that I'm going to ingrain in my DNA, that I'm going to seal? And one thing that has really, really empowered me, and I use it in everything I use, is the power of choice, the power of knowing there are no definitives outside of God, the power of knowing there are no absolutes, absolutes, like, Basically, it's not a black and white to me. That was a huge aha moment for me, a huge revelation. Like, it's a spectrum. Everything's on a a spectrum. So the fact that he said you have to go through hell to get to heaven, that could be true for one specific scenario. That is not going to be my truth for my whole life. The idea that we always have to fight Fight, fight, fight. Because even me, and and I have a a mantra that says you have to go through the storm to get to the rainbow. And that is a mantra I use when I feel like I'm in a freaking storm. It doesn't mean it's a mantra I use on a day-to-day basis that there's always going to be a storm. Some days you may wake up and it's just a beautiful day. And it stays a beautiful day the whole day. You don't have to accept every narrative. Narratives are used as a way to empower. They're like mantras. They're like affirmations. They're, to me, they're things that we, they're thoughts that we create to build a certain level of a rationale, a peace of mind, a, a strength within the mind, a justification because the mind needs some, some answers, some kind of answer to their why, you know, like, why is this happening? So, we create the idea, the answer that, oh, this is happening because you have to go through the storm to get to the rainbow. Oh, you have to go through the hell to get to heaven. You have to go through hell on earth to get to heaven on earth. And you you have to go through resistance to get to this. And these are, a lot of these situations are true. But the thing is, if that's going to be your absolute truth, that means that's, that's what you're working towards, a life of always having to fight. Me, I look at it as like, as long as I'm in this wounded mindset, yes, there may be a lot of my truth. But as I heal more and more and more, this narrative will dissipate. This narrative will go away. This is like a phase. This truth has a expiration date, if I, if you will. That yeah, that's a perfect saying. Like, like how I have this mantra that says it's temporary until it's fulfilling. That truth does not fulfill me. That truth does not give me solace or peace or satisfaction. I'm not satisfied with that truth. So that is a temporary truth for me. Yeah, right now, I feel like I got to go through hell a little bit to get to heaven. But once you get to heaven, are you going to go through hell again? You get what I'm saying? Like there's an end to it. But yeah, it comes to an end. And so you have to look at all those things like it gets worse before it gets better You know, there's going to be resistance when you're breaking energy, when you're bringing together energy. Just when you want to give up is when the blessing is going to come. You know, sometimes you got to go through a breakdown and get through the breakthrough. A lot of these cliches or terms or mantras or affirmations, whatever you want to call them, they do have some level of validity to them. They do have some level of truth to them in certain situations, in certain circumstances. But that doesn't mean it's always true for everyone, and it's always true all the time. See, that's the thing. We want to think healing, and and this is why there's no one right solution in a sense. There's foundations. There's ways to create a general idea of something and you give that idea to that person and it blossoms into what's right for them. It's kind of like this magical seed that God has given all of us. We share that seed with different people, but it grows a different plant in each person that it gives. So the fruit that comes from the tree of that person is just right for them. The fruit that comes from the tree that come that, that the seed that I put in my body that grows is just right for me. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's just the idea of saying that the words and how you hear them, you they resonate with you in the way that works for you. They resonate with that person in the way that works for them. So you have to just have that understanding that it's it's all temporary if you want it to be. If that saying works for you and you want to solidify it as an absolute truth in your belief system, then you choose to do that. But if you don't and you want to say, just like I say, it's not, it's temporary until it's fulfilling, that works for anything. They can work for anything. We have universal tactics that can be used for for multiple aspects of our lives so i can use it for a job hey this job temporary until it's fulfilling i know right now i'm just using it to to make ends meet while i do the things that i i'm doing the things that i need to do so i can do the things that i want to do you know what i'm saying like like i say all these little terms that build a certain level of energy and inspiration motivation words are powerful and they can do a lot of things but you have to ask yourself what are the words that you're incorporating into your belief system doing to you so you know you have that it's temporary to fulfill it. you could you could say that into a, rela- into a relationship into um like I said the sayings it can be used everywhere um and that goes to like another tactic that I um I think his name is Kier Gaines well anyway he's like a um licensed therapist he's on Instagram um I'm sure he has other places he's on but he's a he focuses a lot on male healing and um you know he's a black man he knows how he wants to show up in this world. he knows his filter, his representation gives a certain inspiration to a specific audience which is needed. it's a demand, you know what I'm saying it's a a lack in the world that he's fulfilling, he's feeling so but I digress basically, he had a statement about how to know when rest is too much and basically like how to and this can be a generalized statement or method used within your mindset to know when something that's normally or typically essential to the human body when it's being over practiced overused or just too much is when that thing that you're doing you know uh, for example rest as he used when it's starting to affect your other aspects of your life, like your relationships, your jobs, your um, endeavors, your goals, whatever, when it starts to affect them in a way to me that's detrimental or deteriorating or quote-unquote negatively, however you want to associate that, but if it starts to impact other aspects of your life in a way that's maybe counterproductive or not necessarily serving you or essential to your growth, then that's when you can take a step back and reevaluate. Okay, maybe I'm at a threshold now of where that rest is becoming depression, or that rest is becoming laziness, or that rest is be just, just becoming just too much. Like anything is too much. Like anything can become too much. Drinking, you could drink too much water. You could die from drinking too much water. If you literally sat there and drank, drank, drank until you could <laughs> internally drown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like anything can can be of too much except for to me faith. I don't think you can have too much. Mm, well maybe if it gets to the point of delusion where you have a psychosis. So I don't know. Uh but like I said, anything can be too much. So like I said, with building and empowering your brain, it's all about creating the life you desire, creating your own system of beliefs, not always having to accept what the masses or what's trending or what's the, that's why I say sometimes you have to quiet the noise, sit with your own spirit, ask yourself, what do you need? This person's delivery, this influencer's delivery, this teacher's delivery, this spiritual healer's delivery may stress you out, may disempower you, may discourage you. So, but that one over there nurtures you, empowers you, motivates you, uplifts you all those things to your spirit. So, it's not saying that other person is a bad teacher or whatever. It's just saying that that's not the one for you because the way that they deliver their message, their words don't do the same as that's why that's why God does not have one person doing it. He's called many people because he wants people from different walks of life to spread his word in a way that the 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 same God, and this is how call multiple called people can collaborate is when you understand the big assignment the big picture when you understand the mission is to have everybody live in their full potential and awaken and unlock the power that is bestowed in all of them to realize that they're all called as god's children if you understand that it's easy to work with people because you understand what they do is for them What I do is for me and my tribe. What they do is for them and their tribe. You see what I'm saying? Like, or for people who resonate with them. And then when we come together, then we have a whole nother audience. All you have to do is be the best version of yourself. You're mastering thyself. Self-mastery, self-acceptance, self-awareness, self-accountability. It's self. Self is the ultimate wealth in all its facets. Hopefully something I said resonated with you. Take what, what you need and leave the rest. Well, as always, someone who cares is a spiritual activist. Remember, we're getting to the root so we can find soul solution. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. Keep God first. I love you guys. Peace out.